The most important is resourcefulness, figuring out how to get over, around, or through barriers to success. A players at all levels, high performers, just they 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 just don't take the circumstances got me down, the economy is down, the competitors are too tough, I don't have enough funding, my boss is too tough. They figure out how to put the points on the scoreboard. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hi, welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is Brad Smart, who is the author of the book Top Grading. Go to topgrading.com to find out more. Top Grading is widely considered to be the most effective methodology for hiring the best talent to work for your company. And it's used by Fortune 500s, small businesses, and even non-profits. Everyone can benefit from Top Grading. And in this episode, Brad shares with us how we can use the Top Grading interview process to hire only the very best people, the people that he calls A players, and to get the best out of them and also to keep them doing their best work for you for the long term. So, Brad, thank you so much for being on the call with me today. Well, you're very welcome, and uh, thank you for inviting me. Brad, what is top grading all about? Well, I made up the word top grading (laughs) because uh, companies all over the world were talking about talent, and all companies are talent-oriented. Every CEO on the face of the earth knows talent is probably the most important factor for success. And yet they say, well, we upgraded uh, the team because we had uh, uh, we improved in one of the jobs. And theoretically, if uh, a team consisted of uh, 10 C players, in other words, C players synonymous with low performer, and they made a change and they now have a B player, then technically the team was upgraded from a talent point of view, but it's still going to be a losing team. And because of my experience, I came up with, actually I was on the phone with an executive from Pepsi and hit on top grade. How about top, top? We're not going to just upgrade. Top grade means we have an A team, you know, and then so the, uh, what top grading is all about is, is using the top grading methodology to hire and promote people so that at least 90% of the people in any team, 90% of the employees in a company at all levels are high performers, high performers. And uh, many years ago, Joy, I hit on some uh, methods which I can explain in about two minutes that you're, that you're, uh, Listeners can use immediately. It's not rocket science, but uh, we have hundreds of case studies. Your listeners can go to www.topgradingcasestudies.com and read the latest 41. And there are the huge companies like GE. There are tiny companies like Mint.com, everything in between all over the world. Something like uh, 20 countries are represented. And the average improvement using these simple, straightforward methods was from only 26% of the people we hired or promoted turned out to be those high performers we wanted, we expected, to 85%. 26% to 85%. And that is, you know, that's what top grading is all about. 
So you dramatically improve how you pick talent. So you have a wonderful company just full of high performers from, from entry level clerk right up to CEO. <laughs> you mentioned the term A player there. How would you define an A player? You know, I, I have a, a kind of a complex definition. It sounds simple, then it gets complex and I'll make it simple again. We, we say a top player is someone or an A player rather is someone in the top 10% of talent available. What does available mean? For whatever you're going to pay, you know, whether it's a receptionist or a CEO in that location, in that industry, reporting to you as a boss. Okay, there are a lot of ifs there. Yeah, it's someone a year after you hire the person, you say, this is a high performer. And high performers, you know, not, not maybe at the clerk level, but, but professionals for salespeople, for managers, tend to be street savvy, smart, work well with people. They're motivated. They're energized. Uh, you know, and these go across throughout the world. They fit, they fit the culture. They hold people accountable. They will embrace hiring methods that, that, that pick high performers too. So they're very resourceful. What does that mean? Resourceful. That's the most important of, in our, in my books. I, I highlight 50 five zero competencies. These are all really important competencies, but the most important is resourcefulness, figuring out how to get over, around, or through barriers to success. A players at all levels, high performers, just they, they, they just don't take the circumstances got me down, the economy is down, the competitors are too tough, I don't have enough funding, my boss is too tough. They figure out how to put the points on the scoreboard. Or kick the goals, if you will. You know, they're resourceful. All right. It's, it's, it's good decision making. It's motivation. It's not giving up, not giving up. These are the people we want. And they're out there if we can just find them. But it's not just finding them. It's selecting them. And the, the deck of cards is stacked against everyone listening in, Joey. There's a, there's a global conspiracy to manipulate us to hire C players. I'll elaborate if you want, but, but that's what top grading fixes. Is top grading applicable to only big companies or is this method relevant for small, medium sized businesses also? More important to small, medium sized businesses. In the third edition of top grading, the most recent edition, I say there are three myths about top grading. One is, it's my fault, Joy, my fault that this is for big companies like, well, Barclays and Shell over there in the UK and General Electric and Honeywell. Well, I'm name dropping. I'm saying some of the leading companies of the world, many leading companies of the world have embraced top grading. But in every one of my books, I say it in there in a couple pages, my heart's with a small and mid-sized business and a growth business. I'm one of these. I only have, what, 25 people in my company. I'm growing. I need to top grade. A mishire for me. This is much more consequential than it's going to be for Shell or GE or Barclays. Uh, and the cool thing is, you know, the owners of those uh, small companies and mid-sized companies, the, the CEOs, top team, they can embrace top grading, roll it out through their company and experience tremendous talent advantages this year, you know, so, so it's cool. Uh, and, and it, but it's my own fault for doing too much name dropping. <laughs> 
Okay, so would you say that potentially it's even more important for the small business owner because a mishire for them is going to have a really big effect on that sized business? It's going to be more noticeable, whereas in a large company, perhaps someone who was a, a mishire could, uh, you know, just hide and sort of go unnoticed. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you're going to really try this out, but that the uh, the owner of that company with eight employees can start using top grading uh, literally today. When, when, when we get to how to do it, yeah, you roll out top grading across, you know, a company with a couple hundred thousand people. You know, it might take a decade, but the owner of that small company, nope, you, you can start doing it today, you know, and, and keep learning. It's, it's a master all, you know, the top grading methods. It's going to take longer, but immediately do, do three things that will get you uh, uh, better results hiring people. Okay. So let's talk more about this, about mishiring. What is the cost? of not top grading. We've tracked this over, if you say over the years, over the decades. If anyone wants to Google cost of mishire form, it'll be the top rating cost of mishire form that will come up. It's, it's, it's just a grocery list of all the costs associated with, with uh, hiring people or mishiring people. Or your listeners can go to www.topratingcalculators.com and these are the very user-friendly, hey, you want to see how much it costs? We'll just walk you through the different categories. Yeah, the direct hiring costs, say you have a misfire. You have to fire someone you know, a year later. Oh, what did it cost? Well, the salary, okay, the recruiting expense, the training expense, the computer, an office. Oh, how about missed opportunity for that salesperson who's supposed to sell $500,000, only sold $100,000? Hmm, missed opportunity there, and maybe $400,000. I mean, you start adding it up. And uh, for a typical mid-manager, most companies will say that the costs of mishiring that person are five times that salary, say it's $100,000. So they add it up, the team just, just goes through this form, and you can do this online, as they just suggested, and they'll come up with five times. Do you want to get up to a, a more senior position like a chief financial officer, mishire at that level? Maybe 10 or 15 times. You go down to the lowest levels, maybe it's, you know, one time salary. Where you add all that up, and it's not just the cost, which, you know, it's not enough to put a small company out of business. But the time wasted, typically for, you know, just a, a manager in a small business company, 200, 300 hours. If you look at the total team, you're sitting around the table and we do this all the time. The total team, how many hours were wasted swinging up after that misfire? And to be clear, Joey, it's not, those aren't wasted hours when that, when that terrible sales rep irritates your number one customer and you as the owner of the company and several others are scrambling to try to salvage that customer. Those aren't wasted. Those are necessary hours, but you get the point. They're incremental hours that you shouldn't have had to spend sweeping up after that misfire. So it's maybe five to ten times salary and two or three hundred hours. Huge, this huge cost of, of misfire. And the cool thing is these are incredibly avoidable. Eighty-five, ninety percent of the people your listeners hire should turn out a year later to be high performers, not just okay, but true high performers. We're going to stick with you. And be resourceful and help create a more successful business. And by the way, at www.topratingcasestudies.com, uh, every CEO says in his or her own words that the company is definitely more profitable because of these top rating methods. 
I don't, there's no other hiring approach in the world that has, that has case studies like top grading. Do you have a recent example of someone who saved themselves a fortune because they top graded? Actually, I was just in London uh, you know, three weeks ago. Uh, flew in uh, to do a six-hour interview with the CEO. He's my tandem partner of a candidate for a $1.5 million job. So they paid me a lot of money. I mean, it's in your, your report, you know, like $30,000. But uh, when the candidate left, he said, thank you for flying over. Uh, a mishire would have cost the company at least 10 times as high, $15 million. It, it, it would have set us back years. So I mean, that, that's what I've been hearing for all my career. Thank God we didn't hire that guy or thank God we hired this woman. And you know, business is, is a lot better because of it. What are some of the elements of the top grading interview process? And what are some of the competencies that we're looking for in candidates? Okay, I kind of addressed the A-player competencies uh, a little bit uh, earlier. Uh, you know, we, we look at 50 competencies, and they're usually 10 or 12, and I've written top-rating articles about it. They, they tend to be from, you know, an individual professional or sales rep uh, through all levels of management. Someone who not necessarily is brilliant, but is street smart, savvy, makes uh, smart you know, decisions. It's a learner, learner, learner. The world is not static. You know that. So they're always in a learning mode. They're organized enough to be focused, focused on putting the uh, the, the, the uh, ball through the, uh, the the goal there, and they work well with people. Uh, they uh, they're effective, in other words, effective team players, even without the authority. The others on the team want them, no matter what their their job is. Uh, they're motivated to continue to grow. Yeah, these are the typical competencies. Now, the interview process is just one out of 12 top grading steps. I don't want to overly complicate it. I'll get it to be very simple here in, in less than 30 seconds. But some things are really important to nail down accountabilities of the job, how you go about recruiting or you know, use your network, the people you know in the company outside, get the referrals from A players. Yeah, there's some other things that are aside from the big ones. Okay, here are the big ones. Okay, I, I wish, wish I could patent what I'm about to tell you, because I, I think I'd, I'd be a multi-billionaire. I hit on this decades ago. This is the most powerful lever. It's not the most important step, but it's a powerful lever, and that is simply this. Let candidates know at every step of the process, even on your website, even your career section, let them know. A final step in hiring is for them, not you, for them to arrange reference calls with the people you pick. You know, the managers, people they work for, maybe subordinates, maybe customers, uh, certainly sales managers for sales reps and so forth. So you say that again and again. What this does is some marvelous things. We know this has worked across literally millions of people hired. The C players drop out. Those with the fictitious, hyped CVs and resumes, oops. I'll get busted. I don't want this very thorough interview, this top-rating interview. I, I can't survive that. They're going to find out that uh, that I have too much fiction in it. I can't get my former bosses or others to talk with this company. They're just going to refuse. All right? So they drop out. Good. You don't want to talk to them anyway. This, this saves you a lot of time and ensures that you only talk with people who are sharp. Okay? Now, uh, 
the next step using the online forms asks them to to fill out what looks like an application form, but it has that truth serum in there. And now that people are motivated to be honest, why not ask them the things that you just love to ask? But no one ever does, except top graders. Hmm, how about this? Their full compensation history. Boy, that'd be neat to know. Yeah, wouldn't it? But just, you ask them and they'll tell you. How about how their bosses would actually rate their overall performance? For every full-time job, rather than just asking the name of the company, where your title is, your dates, and so forth, ask them like, their full compensation history. Ask them, but your best guess, keep in mind, we might ask you to arrange a call with with, with Joseph. <laughs> how will you arrange your overall performance? You're amazingly honest and perceptive in filling that out. It is fantastic. So even before talking to a person, you know probably they're going to be quite honest. You'll know their boss ratings. You'll know if they're a job hopper or not. You'll know their compensation history. This is really cool. And we have something in online, what we call a top rating snapshot. It's a one-page multicolor picture of their career. And in six or seven seconds, you can see everything I just said. You can see at a glance if they're a job hopper or not and their compensation history and boss ratings, again, even before talking with people. But now let's get to the top rating interview, okay? When you finally get them face-to-face, top rating interview is a chronological interview covering a bit about education and then a bunch of questions about every job. Uh, again, Joy, because they're motivated to be honest and they're sharp people, they, they love the top rating interview. It's a walk down memory lane. So you ask them what they did and how they did and how they liked it, their successes, their failures, any mistakes they made. Uh, you ask them to rate their boss. What do you like or dislike about each boss? Something you really want to know if you're a hiring manager. If you're the owner of that company, you want to know what sorts of people this candidate can work effectively with and not effectively with. And for each job, you do ask. What would, your, what would that boss say were your strengths, your weaker points, and your overall performance? So you go through this chronological interview and you can see how the person evolved through education, maybe some summer jobs, the first full-time job, second full-time job, what they liked, what they disliked, what they did well, not so well. You get such incredible insight into competencies you just don't miss. Just don't miss. If 90% of the people you hire turn out to be those eight players, high performers, you know you've covered everything. So this is a fun interview. Do it with a tandem partner, two interviewers. Two heads really, really are better than one. It'll double your success hiring people. And then at the end, this is the rest of the formula. So you start out with a true serum, career history form. You know, you look at the picture of the career, the snapshot. You do that tandem top rating interview, which might be a four-hour interview for a chief financial officer, might be a two-hour interview for a very important sales rep, might be a one-hour interview for an executive assistant, although I've, I've hired executive assistants and I'll always spend uh, at least two hours. But we're not done yet. Remember, the truth serum was they have to arrange reference calls. With the people you pick, so you and your tandem interviewer at the end of the interview say, who are the people who want to talk with? Yep, certainly all bosses within the past decade. Maybe because you've heard about successes and failures. Maybe you have some questions about how this person works with peers. So you want to talk with a couple of peers. You want to find out what the individual is like as a manager. So you've already discussed the people they brought on board, how they worked out and so forth. So yeah, maybe a couple of their... Uh, sharper uh, 
subordinates. Anyway, the candidate arranges those, no telephone tag, and sharp candidates within 48 hours will get back to you. And they'll say, yep, Joe, here are the six people you and your tenant partner wanted to talk with. Yes, they're all willing to talk with you. Boy, that is a really good sign. And here's their, their mobile number and when they're available. So this is cool. Make those calls. It's like flying from, uh, I don't know, London, not to New York, but uh, maybe to, to Rome and you're sitting next to one of these people that you want to talk with. And have a drink and you talk for you know, 45 minutes or, or so. And the person is being very honest with you because the chances are very good. If the candidate said that boss would rate my overall performance excellent, chances are very good. That is the case. So you build a report. You pick his brain and so forth. Those are really useful conversations that confirm everything the candidate told you. And, and you get some good insights on how to best manage that person and if they really will fit with the organization culture. So if you're going to even simplify this more, just say truth serum. Final seven hiring is you to range reference calls. Tandem top rating, top rating interview. Now, it's a chronological interview asking for those things, what you did, how you did, how you liked it, boss ratings and so forth, and then do those reference calls. Anyone listening to your, your program here can dramatically improve their success hiring following those guidelines. Promise, promise, promise. Okay, so now that we've hired our team full of A players, um, how do we then coach and develop our team even further so that they keep improving? Yeah, good question. Uh, and uh, you know, I mentioned earlier there are 12 top rating hiring steps. You know, I find those out just by going to toprating.com or, or read a book. Oh, by the way, they can get a free ebook at toprating.com that spells out the 12. And they're all common sense. Number eight is, is coach your new interviewee. Top grading, of course, includes coaching after you have all this rich, full information from the top grading interview and all those reference calls. Any new hires just eager, eager, eager to give me feedback to help me come on board smoothly and be productive. It's the easiest coaching in the world. You know, the trust level is high. They're all ears wanting to learn from you. And then we, you know, we have in the books and in our workshops and so forth. Here's Sample individual development plan, just hand it to them, and they do all the work. They create their individual development plan, what they're going to do, why they're going to do it, when, and how the results will be measured. All you do is you provide them some feedback. They write their development plan and start following through, and it's fun to coach A players. The thing is, everyone listening in, you know, we're doing these surveys all the time. You know, I had a, a speech in front of 700 small businesses in Phoenix in March, surveyed everybody beforehand. They all rate themselves pretty crummy as, as coaches. Why? Because most of the people they're supposed to be coaching, the people reporting to them, Joy, are not A players. Some are C players. I mean, just are really not performing. Those are awkward decisions. Yeah, we have some principles uh, in, you know, kind of in our books about how to coach them, to get their agreement on what the goals are, provide some feedback, sincerely try to help them to get there, and if they don't get there, you don't have to fire them, they're going to quietly find another job. That is not fun coaching. Some of the, you know, the, the younger, less experienced people who are not quite performing, they're B players and they have A potentials, yeah, yeah, that, that can be fun. 
most coaching is not fun because most people on most teams are not the high performers. So the, the, the number one solution is use top rating, hire eight players, and they're the easiest people in the world to coach. You know, so yeah, yeah, there's some techniques around coaching. You know, give speeches on this and put it in the book and so forth. But, uh, but I always say, <laughs> you want your life easier in the next year as a manager, you know, replace some C's with A players and your life is going to be a lot easier. You're going to be a lot more effective as, uh, as, as a coach. How do we keep our A players happy so that we can keep them for the long term? Uh, first of all, you stop rating to hire them so you know precisely what they're interested in and going to work for you. You find found out by asking about every job what they liked about the job, what they disliked, uh, why they went to the next job, next job, next job, next job, what kind of people they like working with, what's the industry, all, all you know what makes them tick, or you don't hire them. Someone who's just really fantastic as an A player somewhere else might be a C player with you because there is not a good mix of their needs with your needs. So first of all, hire the people where the needs really are consistent with what you offer, and then do what I do. Every week, I'm a small company. Talk to every employee. How are you doing? How are you doing? Okay. Just take their pulse. Take their pulse. If they're sending out signals that they're dissatisfied, pay attention to those signals. And usually it's not about money, by the way. It's about opportunity or growth or with the millennials coming along, got to show them a lot of appreciation. A lot of them want to save the world. They want to be utilized. Maybe they have great technology skills, but they're not utilizing those. You said you're going to utilize them. Whatever, ask them. And, uh, and then, then respond. Do not leave yourself vulnerable so that someone quits on you and then you do an exit interview. How pathetic is that? They say, well, you know, when I joined you two years ago, you said you can provide an opportunity for me to, to rise from sales. A sales rep to, to management. We didn't do anything to develop me for management, to test me as a manager, so I'm, I'm going elsewhere. Oh, that's tragic. That's tragic. So that's the best advice is take their polls frequently. Take their polls. Um, but if you're taking the polls of someone whose needs or abilities are not consistent with the job, it's going to be pretty futile, and the coaching ain't going to be a lot of fun. So Hire the right people to begin with who can perform and whose needs mess, mess with what you have to, to offer them, not just for the first six months or a year, for, but for uh, at least, yeah, I think three or four years. Okay, where can we go to find out more about top grading? And also, where can we go and buy the book? Yeah, I'm laughing about the book because uh, you can buy it at, at Amazon, you know, cheaper than I can sell. For, I, I lose $4 on every book I sell, but I do please go to www.topgrading.com. There's free stuff there. That 79 page ebook you can download for free. Actually, it's a short book. The, the pages are small. Uh, you can get top grading tips every couple of weeks. I have a short read article on the latest with uh, top grading. Uh, four times a year, you'll be invited to give us your email address to chat with a top grader. And it's uh, typically the owner of a company, and we do small companies and large companies, companies all over the world. And if you want to come to a, uh, a workshop, spend two days and really do the full immersion, we'll welcome you there as well. But there's, there's a lot of free stuff at www.topgrading.com. So I encourage your listeners to, uh, to, to visit that. Brad, thank you so much for, for sharing top grading with us today.
Well, you can tell I'm passionate about this. It's been uh, fun uh, getting to know you, Joey, and I hope it's really useful for your listeners. And if they have any questions, you'll see at topgrading.com. Shoot us our questions. We, we're building the staff. Want to get back to you. Want to help you over hurdles. And maybe uh, some of your listeners will have a case study for us in the future. Excellent. That's the end of today's episode. Uh, If you found this episode helpful, please go and leave us a review on iTunes or on Stitcher. It would be really uh, appreciated. And last of all, Brad, thank you so much for coming on the show. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.